Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Relationships Revisited. It's great to be with you all again. In this episode, we're going to be discussing a soul concept from this week's Torah portion from Parshat Bo. And in Parshat Bo, we have the actual redemption from Egypt, the redemption of the entire Am Yisrael, the entire Jewish people from their 210-year stint of slavery under Paro, the pharaoh of Egypt. And as the last Makkah, the last plague of Makat Bechorot, the plague of the firstborn is about to be enacted, Hashem requests from the from the Jewish people a very interesting request, and I almost say a, he pleads with them to request from the Egyptians, clay kesef, clay zahav, usmalot, um, gold vessels, silver vessels, garments, and that they need to take this wealth out of Egypt before they go. And in the, in the most simple sense, this is because God told Avraham at the Brit Ben Habitarim that Avraham's descendants were going to be enslaved, which indeed they were. But at the end of that enslavement, they were going to leave Berchush Gadol with great wealth. So in order to fulfill Hashem's promise to Avraham, this now had to happen. But that still kind of begs the question in terms of why was this so important? If you're going to go free, let's just get out. I mean, 210 years, you know, why the any extra delay to take out the these materials with them? These materials, by the way, um, were eventually used in the construction of the Mishkan, of the divine sanctuary that was built by the Jewish people in the desert following Matan Torah and following the Chet Ego, the, the sin of the golden calf. So they used these very materials, the gold, the silver, the garments, to create a sanctuary, a dira batachtainim, a sanctuary for Hashem, for the Shekhinah, Shekhanti Besocham. So we see why this was important, right? It was it was important because if the Jews would have left empty-handed, if they would have left empty-handed, there would have been 210 years, 210 years of slavery that would have been unaccounted for. They would have been in the toil and suffering of slavery. And yes, they finally went free, but what about... How do they explain? How do they experience what had what had transpired for two hundred plus years? If they just left without receiving payment, that payment, the payment that they received, those back wages, taking out that clay kess of clay zahav smalot, that was back wages for all of their blood, sweat, and tears, everything that they had experienced. So when the Egyptians, many hundreds of years later, they actually demanded the money back that the Jews had taken out of Egypt. The Jews responded, and this is in, in uh, the Talmud and Tractate Sanhedrin, the Jews responded, what do you mean? <laughs> we were millions of people, and we were working for you day and night, and we didn't get paid a penny. Those were our back wages. They were owed to us. 
That All of that had to be accounted for. But in what way did it have to be accounted for? It had to be accounted for in the deepest way possible. That that slavery, that those blood, sweat, and tears, not only was it not a waste, not only was it not a deep emptiness of pain and suffering, it was actually necessary for them to take out what they took out of Egypt, for them to be paid, for them to take out the the, the, the gold, the silver, and the materials that were then needed. So from their suffering and from their pain, what did they do? They used that stuff to build a divine sanctuary for Hashem. To reveal the divine presence in the world. The Ikashchina, the essence of the divine presence, to reveal that in the world. And that's how healing happens. Because if those 210 years were unaccounted for, or even if they were paid, but the, that, those materials were not used in a transformative, transformative way to take the wealth of Egypt and to make it into a sanctuary of God, there would have been this emptiness at their core that something would have been missing. We as human beings, and especially as Jews, we sink, we seek not only healing of pain, but transformation of pain. And that's why it was so essential that they leave with these materials so that the Jews could really be redeemed. And I don't mean, I don't only mean redeemed physically, I mean redeemed primarily spiritually. Because even if they were taken out of Egypt, but the material wealth was not used in the way that it ultimately was, if that did not happen, there would have been a nagging, discomfort and emptiness at the core of their being where they would have been doubting, doubting Hashem's Hashem's guidance, Hashem's hand. Like how can how could how could this still be going on unaccounted for in one way or another? But no, everything, every tear, every drop of blood and every drop of sweat was then swept up. It was in a sense imbued into these materials, and these materials were taken and they brought full healing, full transformation by creating a divine sanctuary for Hashem. And that is ultimately how trauma is best healed, ultimately healed. Nothing can be left untended to. And full redemption means seeing how everything fits into place, how all of the pain and discomfort and difficulty and suffering, it was not for not that it had a reason it had a place it had significance and it then becomes a source of divine light of divine revelation so that's my my hope and a blessing for all of us as we whatever we go through to trust and know that even if we can't feel it in the moment to know that hashem is with us and hashem is moving us in a direction that this pain and difficulty will ultimately shine, that the darkness will be illuminated, and we will we'll see how everything kind of fits. And that will be the very stuff of um, divine revelation in the world. So wishing you all a Shabbat Shalom, and also uh, looking forward to being with you next time here in Relationships Revisited, where we explore the space between.